the days past Tunecast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animation. That's right. And today we're coming at you with a very special little mini episode here. Oh, a little special treat. Yeah, we're just dropping it in your, your pumpkin carrying <laughs> trick-or-treat thing. <laughs> Plastic one everyone has. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It, yeah, we're the, fun, we're, fun the size. we're the stingy neighbors. We yeah. just give you one little Jolly Rancher, and that's yeah, what right. you get. Piece of shit. <laughs> get out of here. Get on my we, lawn. <laughs> we are uh, just trying to kind of clear our palate a little bit between Filmation February yep. and March Marvel Madness. Oh, man. Alliteration here. is key. It's going to be great. It's just going to rule our lives for the next <laughs> few months, I think. <laughs> I'm about to change my last name. <sighs> What's you? I mean, something that goes to Travis. Oh, you, you've already... <laughs> so you've decided to do it. You just haven't decided what it is yeah, yet. Okay. Yeah, well, right. that's, I, I understand that desire. I've never been good at planning. <laughs> um, so today we have a special topic that we're going to be discussing. And, uh, you know, we watched Cartoon All-Stars a while ago. We just got done talking about Brave Star, the price, the price you pay wow. for messing with drugs. Very powerful. <laughs> very, very powerful. Yeah. And so we've, we've seen, and we, a lot of these filmation shows have a very strong moral moral compass uh, yep. pointing you towards True North at all times. And so I was thinking about, and it came up while we were talking about Cartoon All-Stars, and uh, I was just kind of thinking, like, if I actually wanted a, a team of tunes yep. to come to life mm-hmm. and help me or a loved one with uh, a problem with drugs or addiction in general... Who would I put together? Who would be my cartoon all-stars? Yep, and I did the same. Yes, this is the question we've posed. And you're not only going to hear from Travis and I, but we're going to go out in the field. Wow. Not in a field, but the okay. field, the general field. Yeah. Just in a field, just in like a corn field. field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What other field does exist even? The wheat fields? No Baseball one cares about field. those. Yeah. That that was a cornfield at one point. Any True. any baseball Especially field. Especially the Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yes, we uh, we're going to hear from Mimo on this subject as oh, well. Our good our uh, friend of the show, Mimo Moriali, who was with us to discuss the cartoon All Stars to the rescue. We thought it was important to get him to weigh in on this subject as yes. well. So we'll be hearing from him later. Uh, so I, I chose the number seven as just like a good, not even number. Typically, that's your superhero like team limit. It should be seven members, <laughs> right. no more. You don't have time for everybody to talk if you do more than that. Yeah, you know. Um, Travis, would you like to get us started off on this? This uh, pick your, you know, what was I calling this? <laughs> I called it a drug cast tune cast. Oh, that's probably. I think <laughs> but mine I used w- cast twice. <laughs> Drug cast, cast, cast. I think I was I was watching TV when I wrote this. I'm so sorry. So you accidentally, yeah, yeah. you were just you were doing automatic writing with yeah. your one hand. Drug cast, tune. I was thinking of it like as um, what was it? The tune intervention. You lost squad. me. Tune intervention. Uh, tune intervention squad. TIS. Sure. I somehow made it something dirtier, but I don't remember how. So should have written it down. Didn't. So here we go. Here we go, man. All right, so, Travis, hit me with so number one. Right off the bat, yes. my front man yeah. leading this thing, the king of rays himself, 
Skeletor. Wow, choosing a villain. Uh, I, yeah, okay. you'll, you'll, you'll find you'll find a, a theme in my in he, my list here. He's a very smiley villain, so he's he very so positive. My theory behind this: uh, he would provide so much uh, unintentional comedic comfort mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. His, his evil charm uh, could stop addiction in its tracks. For <laughs> for me, man. Um, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I think Skeletor would uh, would bring that light into a dark world, man. Mm-hmm. Like the while, rays that he shoots from yes, his, while, his staff. While he's still trying to rule the universe, of course. I was going to say, this would be great because he would be trying, he would be brought along, but he would still be trying to make a scheme out of the whole thing. But all he would manage to do is just cheer somebody up. Right. Yeah. I like so, that. So yeah, that's that's my front man, man. Excellent. I, th- I think he would he would really push the story along and it'd be great in that role. <laughs> he would he, he would unintentionally solve the addiction issue. Yes. Yes. Well, okay, well I'm going very I'm sim- I'm going with the same company. Okay. But I'm going the opposite direction. I my number one guy is none other than Marshall Bravestar himself. Wow, okay. I I have a few reasons here. Uh he he clearly knows he has seen the effects of addiction firsthand he knows the price Mm -hmm. that one pays when it comes to addiction he's very even keel though like he's not judgmental i think he might have even said that in the episode that we were talking about (laughs) like he he doesn't judge the people he just says they're addicts this is a problem and yet at the same time he he's understanding with them but he won't take the bait like he's not going to get into i don't think he as a police officer as someone who's seen addiction firsthand he's going to get drawn into their game you know, it seems like he's pretty good at avoiding that. And at the end of the day, if, you know, like often happens on intervention, he they refuse the treatment, yeah. he can just arrest him. True. Because he's a police officer. Uh, Marshall, in fact. Yeah. I mean, he's not judgmental. He's he's kind of like, he's he's unlike the cops from Fat Albert. He, oh, man. That guy is <laughs> laid into him. Yeah. Unlike him. He, if I wanted the person to go deeper into addiction, I would have gotten that guy to go, go be a part of it. Right. What's your number two, buddy? My number two, man, and I really hate. I really, really hate to over He Man this thing. That's okay. But this is my no this is thing. my second one, and I won't I won't revisit He Man for this. The rescue to the All Stars or the All, all what, what, what's cartoon it? yeah cartoon All Stars to the rescue. rescue. They didn't have two from one. Well, they would have like the package ones, like the Huey, ducks. Dewey, yeah. and Louie, the right. ducks. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Yeah. They did. They they went twice with it with uh, with Bugs and Daffy. That's true. They went double Looney Tunes with it. That's true. So uh, my number two is going to be Cringer. Okay. Um, oh, you know that would get me out of my shell right away, right? I, I would love to see this guy's approach to heroin use, because <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, you know, as scared as he is of, of normal things, man, I think he would constantly he'd be the one character constantly trying to get out of the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's not trying to help at all, but still, you know, still, still kind of is finding his way through it, kind of right. like Skeletor, right? But, but his his, uh, his thing would be he would constantly be trying to get out of the film, right? Somehow, right. Like, looking for a way out, a <laughs> yeah. portal or something. Are you sure, you want me here? <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> He's just looking through the fridge for food or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. So that's my number two. Well, I would, if he was there for my intervention, I would, would do whatever he said. Poor Cringer. <laughs> Seriously, I, 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 you know, I love cats. I love animals, but I love cats especially. And he's just a big sweetheart. Poor guy. The biggest. The biggest sweetheart. The biggest sweetheart. Well, he man. He man. And the sweethearts of the universe. <laughs> Make sweethearts you ever seen. I love that voice you do. It's great. It's, I can't. I, I can't, I can't stop it. doing it. I have to watch it. That's my addiction is doing that voice. <laughs> I'll do it a lot if I'm not careful. Hey, Will. Hey, what's your number two, buddy? My number two is a man. Not a man. He is a myth. A robot. He oh, is so okay. Somewhat of a myth. Okay. Optimus Prime. Okay. It's hard not to feel encouraged with this man's voice in your ear. 
Like he, I, I've said it before. Like I would follow him into the pits of hell. Like he's very rousing. You know, he will make you listen. He can move mountains. Yeah, absolutely. He can. And he's actually, in my opinion, he has dealt with Megatron's addiction to power all of his life. So he too has seen what happens when a person is under its sway. And that's the only reason that Cybertron has been ravaged the way it is. Because Megatron is just, he can't stop it. He can't stop himself. He, everything I think he said (laughs) is just food for his, (laughs) his lust for power, his hunger for power. I mean, who but an addict would have said that. So he knows what that's like. And he's actually, he's very imposing physically. I mean, 50 feet tall or depending on the, who's drawing him, I guess. But he's got this semi-imposing, but also semi-fatherly presence. Like he seems fatherly, but brotherly at the same time. And I feel like, I don't know that he would judge either. I kind of feel like he's above that, right? But I do feel like he would be more imposing above that because he's so tall. He has so, yeah, his jo- heads up there. Joke. That's right. I see your joke. Yeah, he he'd be above that, but he also would be more imposing than Brave Star. So if you needed some intimidation factor, he might be a good one. Hard hard to get his illustration in there. It's going to have to be a lot of him holding the character up in his right. hand well, up to his uh, face. It's just like shooting all the <laughs> characters, and then it's just his knees and down. <laughs> Or he's standing way in the background. The whole scene, man. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> think, think about if, if like, you're you're sleeping in your bed right. as a drug addict, and this, the roof gets ripped off, and you get picked up by a 50-foot robot. We need to talk. You know, <laughs> you have a problem. Your, your, your last smoke just exiting your mouth as you're, as you're getting yeah. lifted up. And then you throw it away. You're like, I got to get off these drugs. That's what everybody should <laughs> be reacting tomorrow. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me your number three, pal. My number three is going to be no other than this obscure, no-peace-pipe-smoking character from Brave Star. Ah, yes. Shaman. Your favorite. Yes, my favorite. I figured, you know, uh, if Alf got in, why can't Shaman? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I think he'd be a great character to kind of show you what life could be like mm-hmm. with, with time travel. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's a really good point. Yeah, he'd, be, yeah. he'd be a good element, a really solid element to the story. It's very spiritual. Yes. You can is. tell by all the whistles that get played and the <laughs> flutes that get played whenever he's on screen. <laughs> oh, man. He would bring a lot of good music. He would have to come with the Brave Star music in to- in tow. Heavy hand flute jazzing going on yes, there, buddy. Yes, and there would be, he would start every sentence <laughs> that he, every little thing he had to say, he'd be mm. You want to see your past. Oh, mm. yeah. He, he would just take you to a dream catcher and just and you, you get to see your life just get, you know, destroyed in the future. He would, he would put you probably on peyote and say, like, look, I know you have a drug issue already. <laughs> yeah. So let's just take a, a spirit journey. Right. A spirit walk, if oh, you will. Oh, man. I also went spiritual okay. on this one. Something of a shaman, but more of a mentor, or you might even say a sensei. I went with Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He can absolutely, yes. He absolutely can speak to the spiritual side of things. Right. Like, obviously, he's 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 a sensei. He's a ninja. He has studied whatever there is to study about that sort of thing. I, I imagine him and him and Shaman could go out and get drinks and, like, have absolutely. a good talk. They would understand completely, yeah. Splinter could complain to him about all the teenagers <laughs> he has to deal with. Well, and that's the thing. He's, he's used to dealing with immaturity. Right. He, he lives with four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and so I feel like he, whatever that this person would need, he would be ready to meet it with patience, but also with... Uh, authority and with guidance. Right. You know, he's used to taking the role of I know what's best, but he doesn't seem to be, again, he does not seem too judgmental about it. He's beyond that. Very important. No judges in this room. This isn't a court. <laughs> this isn't a court, so no judges. The, 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 you ain't on trial around here. So my number four is going to be this giant brain 
from no other Whoa. cartoon from TMNT, which is funny you picked Splinter first. Yeah. This character's name is called Krang. Of course, yes. if you have watched TMNT, you know this character. He lives inside a man. Um, <laughs> even though me and Will have not touched base on this character yet, because we've only watched one episode of TMNT, yes. I figured he'd be a great character for the uh, the, p- the potential use of this is your brain on drugs jokes <laughs> in the cartoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, yeah. he, he could t- he, he'd, he'd play the role of the Muppet Babies, kind of taking you down the brain path. Uh-huh. And teaching you what what really could happen right, to it. Right, right. <laughs> it, it, it'd be never ending, man. Man, you're you're heavy on the villains, relatively. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I figured using villains would be great. It, it'd mean a lot to the person going through something that all these villains would take time out of their life to come help you <laughs> help you really figure your world domination out. Right, right. <laughs> First, you need to dominate your life. Yeah, <laughs> get your life dominate under your control, life and then then universe. Right, life then universe. <laughs> I figured, I figured that's the kind of path I went through. Right, right. It would mean more to the person. Yeah. No, I, I could see that. That's great. My number four is none other than Duke from G.I. Joe. Ooh. Duke is where we're going to get our tough love. Yep. We need a little tough love. He will intimidate, he will judge, and he will make fun, which was all very common in the cartoon All-Stars as it was already. He will dog you out in the most charming way possible. Yeah, he's basically the Bugs Bunny of yes. this crew, where he's just like, <laughs> I mean, any, I can't even begin to imagine all the things he would say, but he, I mean, one, he's in the, he's from the military. They often have to deal with addiction in some way. Yeah, the G.I. Joe <laughs> troop. Okay. <laughs> One one of two million of them. Yeah, and he's a cool guy. Like he's he's just a, a neat fella, and you w- would want his approval. So if that appeals to the person, you know, if they want approval, hopefully they might. It's not the right reason to do something, but at least it might lead them to the right path for whatever purpose. That they would be like, you know what? I want Duke to stop making fun of me. I want him to like me, so I'm going to do this. Right. And he would just not accept or fall for bullshit either, I would say. I mean, Duke just seems like he his BS meter is very on point. So if someone's trying to lie and get out of something like, hey, can I go to the bathroom really quick? I'll be right back. You know, no big deal. He would just be like, yeah, let me come with you, kid. Right. Make sure you're not going out the window. Yeah, it's a good idea, man. Yeah. Oh, it is a good very, idea. Very, very, very I'm solid. glad you recognize that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your number five. My number five, man. I'm going to hop in some Thundercats territory here okay. with this cuddly character known as Snarf. That's funny because yes. he was my my honorable mention. Okay, good yes. deal. Um, I chose Snarf much with the line of thinking of the villains kind of that if Snarf could step out of Snarf world for one second and mm-hmm. quit thinking about how he feels with things and really help someone else out with their feelings and addiction, mm-hmm. I think it'd mean a lot to the uh, to the character, man. I agree. I you know, I honestly he was an honorable mention for me because he's very passive aggressive. Yes. And that is not a good tactic, but it works sometimes. It's not helpful in the long run, but if he's just like, I wish you cared enough about Snarf not to do drugs, right. that might guilt somebody into doing Making the next right move. You well, know. in mine, he he kind of he's stepping out of the passive aggressiveness gotcha, for mine. I gotcha. And really, and he's being like, "No, you I need care to enough. quit. You need to quit shooting up heroin and crystal meth into your body, please." That 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 classic <laughs> combo. Snarf, snarf, want you to. His voice gets real for a second. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Snarf, I can snarf. just imagine some of these characters from other worlds reading the script. They're like, "What's crystal meth? Can I use it to conquer the world?" Like. We they don't know. It might be causing a problem, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Will? Yeah. What's your number Cinco? Well, my number Cinco is kind of along the same lines as he's kind of a mascot character okay. in a way, kind of the way that Snarf is. Right. I want to go with Orko. 
the lovable floating wizard man. Yes. Everybody's favorite dwarven wizard or whatever yes. he is from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> he, he has a really simple approach. You know, he's always showing up in the moral part of those cartoons, and he has to insert himself into them. And he has like the least uh, mature way of handling it. He's just like, don't do it. Just yeah. don't do it. I'll right. beat them up if they don't like it or whatever. He just is like another kid, <laughs> basically. But he's yeah. very positive and very, very supportive. I feel like he he would just push you in the right direction no matter what and say, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. Honestly, also, his magic usually doesn't work, but it seems to come into play and does work when it really matters. So hopefully having him along, if you need to throw some magic around, it would matter. So he, somebody's life. So he, he might be making it uh, rain, uh, rain, rango berries on the drug dealer or That's something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Maybe raining syringes around them, like something real scary. Oh, like, man. Because, well, I mean, remember what happened in Cartoon All-Stars. It was a, a fright fest. Right. At Six Flags. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Like, <laughs> And that, so I can see him. I don't think he would want to use his powers that way, though. But he would. He certainly could take you through a time or yeah. show you something from another time, perhaps. 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 Mm-hmm. Give me your penultimate number six. My number six is going to be something you've already said, which is funny. Yeah, it's going to be the Duke. Yeah, the Duke, buddy. Um, I figured he could co- even co-headline this thing with uh-huh. Skeletor. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they're partners. I, yeah, it. right. I mean, he is America at the end of the day. And I figure his personal war on drug vendetta is pretty high since he's in the military. Yeah. And maybe he can even, like, uh, put the drug dealer in a headlock or something. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? he, he, can, he can be the, the hard-ass kicker, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Really take it to him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Will? Yeah. What's your number six? All right. So this has been a real uh, sausage party as far as this, our, our teams go. You okay. know, which is not completely our fault because they're, these are not exactly cartoons populated with high amounts of women. But I I was originally going to go with Mati from Captain Planet for this, uh, this slot. But I realized it was an opportunity to expand our horizons a little bit more. Okay. What do you got? Okay. I've got for number six. You, you're like, I got a rock from Thundercats. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've got Jean Grey from the X-Men. Oh, that is solid, bro. Yeah. That is okay. real solid. So she's a female, right? Oh, we, yeah. we all can agree to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sounds like. Uh, so if the if the person in question, the addict in question, is a female, they may relate to her more than the men. If it's a man, he'll want to impress the hot woman. Simple as that. He, I mean, that's already a, a, a thing with her not even having mutant powers. Yeah. That's just a little bit helpful. But I would say that she's a very good mediator. She's definitely used to kind of playing den mother, sadly, on the X-Men, like, you know, between Wolverine and Cyclops. You guys stop it. Stop fighting over me. Yeah. And so she's already kind of used to dealing with hot-headed people who might be a problem. But on top of that, her powers... I mean, she's a telepath. I mean, she's telekinetic too, but she's a telepath. And in the comics, at least, I believe she has a degree in psychology. So she that, would that be could an come into play. Yeah, excellent. I mean, one, she all the shit that we're talking about, like taking them through time and stuff like that. Right. She can just have them do that in her mind. Like she can just take them through their mind. Honestly, and here's where Mattia had originally come in. Okay, if she had to, if it came down to it, it's like you know the person just does not want help. She could just literally change their mind psychically to where they don't want to do that anymore. Now that would probably be stepping outside of her moral bounds unless she was dark Phoenix at the time. (laughs) But (laughs) like uh, professor Xavier has gone to that length on very rare occasions. He doesn't think it's okay too, but this is somebody's life. So if I had psychic powers, 
if you had psychic powers and I had an addiction, I would thank you later for removing that from me, just literally just going in and carving it out with the psychic knife. So that's how I think she could. But I think she would go the other route first, trying to help the person help themselves right. instead of basically brainwashing them. Uh, tell me about your very last choice. Oh, it's Travis. so sad. This has to be my last one. But uh, with my number seven, you got to fight fire with fire. You know, I've always said that. Fight fire with fire! <laughs> I always, when I come into your house, I always say, hey, you got to fight fire with fire. You say it every time. Every time. It gets weird. Um, so last but not least, <laughs> it's going to be smoke. Oh. Yep, going to be smoke from the cartoon All Stars to the Rescue. Okay. Uh, but on this one, he's on my dime, my time. Okay? <laughs> he, he's he's going to be he's gonna be a good character, man. Um, in my storyline, he's come around and uh, maybe even kicked that filthy crack habit. Okay. Uh, bringing, bringing back the main a- antagonist to play a protagonist, uh, future role, is always epic as fuck. What's well, also like, it's very hopeful for the person who he could be, because he's like, look, kid. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I figured that'd just be a real solid one because you know in movies whenever they bring back the uh, you know the the bad person for for the sequel, yeah. you're always like, oh shit, that person's good now. Like, oh, we got an alliance. Yeah, what's like the, the threat is so big that they're even now we're all enemy, we're all allied against yes. this against yeah. against the new smoke because even they even made reference in the cartoon All Stars that he'll be back, but That's maybe right. he won't be back. Maybe a new a new image of him will be and it's like Skeletor and Hordak right and a whole yeah a whole horde of addictions so that's my number seven that's an excellent excellent choice what's your siete it's funny I I went a similar direction okay in that I had to dig into our cartoon all-stars the original cast wow for a returning role but it was not the villain I chose to bring back uh, probably my favorite character from Cartoon All-Stars, which is none other than the alien life form, Alf. <laughs> Everybody's favorite Hawaiian shirt wearing, yeah. The, he, the, the one that got the most heat from our podcast? Yeah, that Alf? Yeah, because here's the thing. You have to have someone who really doesn't know what they're doing there. I think that actually brings a level of innocence to it. Like if you, everyone in the room is really good at this intervention or whatever it's going to be, it almost is like... Basically, you would never mistake him for someone who's trying to manipulate you or or lie to you or anything. You're like, this guy is too fucking dumb. This guy is too on the nose. Even as drugs is surging through your body. Yeah, you, still you would like... still know this guy is just your dumb uncle who's who's a nice guy. He's real corny. And uh, he's he's going to keep it light with the humor. He has an everyman quality that would definitely keep him relatable. Just, like I said, you just would, the everyman quality. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, you're every you're every alien life form that eats uh, cats. You know, <laughs> yeah. But I think I think it would, he would be very disarming. Yeah. Like if you might be annoyed with him, but you also would know that not everyone in the room has an agenda. You know, if he was there, hidden and, agenda. And if I had to watch this, I mean, you have me laughing for sure, and especially to be interacting with these other characters, like him and Splinter, I think would be kind of interesting to see on screen. You've got three kind of weirdos, you know, him, those two, and Orko. You've got three little non-humans running around. Right. I like that. I like that idea. I can see Duke <laughs> like just kind of like making a face at Alf's. He's like, I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> this guy's on the same team. Yeah. But I'm not approving of this. No doubt. Yeah. You didn't pick any villains, did you? No. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't want to tap in. I don't want to use them. I think they're evil, and I don't think they're worthy. You, no, you, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, they, they they could put their world domination to the side for a second, or or even like be able to kind of put it to the side for for one minute just to kind of help this problem out and kind of. I mean, it depends on how you you frame it. Like in the original cartoon All Stars, they're all aware that they're fictional characters, apparently. Right. But and so they all care about this little boy 
who is on drugs and and the little girl who's they many of them are owned by I guess uh, his little sister and so I feel like they all have a motivation even if they didn't have a personal attachment they're all very altruistic characters well, not all Garfield definitely not but <laughs> relatively they're all altruistic characters like they would go do something for somebody else even if they weren't owned by them and then they're kind of part of the family I could I could argue that like yeah if you had a Skeletor doll or figure that he would feel like he needs to help you out and he would like say like to help you conquer your world or something like that like something stupid but I otherwise I would feel like it's kind of ham-fisted if you're going to put it in the cartoon like to have him and He-Man be battling it out and like they look up from attorney and they see that you're doing drugs they're like oh no hold on let's put this on hold like I don't think him or Mumra or a lot of these people would give two shits about what's going on with somebody else you you said all characters know they're fictional in this original lineup right you know it it could be to where uh, the addict's like hey Skeletor what do you care man you're out there always doing evil stuff and he could be like man that's just a that's just a that's just a role I play yeah exactly yeah yeah come on man I really care about your health yeah, yeah. I'm not even I'm not that evil or something like that, you know. Yeah. I can totally see that. No, I'm not I'm not trying to shoot it down. I'm just saying well, like it sounds like you're totally well, I definitely it, I definitely will be talking to you later about the next time we're gonna do this. You're gonna how sit you shouldn't me down, choose huh? any yeah, we'll we'll have a talk in the manager's office, but oh, behind no, locked doors. Up. Yes. Damn it. No, we're just is, gonna, that, is that why I see Mimo signs everywhere? <laughs> Mimo signs. Mimo uh place cards. Mimo's signs. desk. I just put up a bunch of signs that say Mimo. <laughs> He's, you know what I mean. he's probably going to love how much his name's getting set on this. Yeah, right. I Mimo. mean, yeah, big time. You've hit the big time, buddy. Yeah. And speaking of Mimo, uh, no, I'm not hiring him on oh, to be. Okay, no good. one's getting I'm paid getting over here. No, yeah. you can hire him on. Just don't re- replace. Don't me. replace. We're going to throw to Will, who's out in the field right now, talking to Mimo. And uh, Will, why don't you just go ahead? Go ahead and uh, you there? Hello, hey, Will. Hey, what do we have you? Hey guys, yeah, I'm here. How's the weather out there? It's a pretty sweaty March afternoon out here, to be honest, Trav. Hey, buddy, is it a is it a wheat field or a corn field? We were talking about this earlier. Actually, it is a wheat field. And I have Mimo Moriali, good friend of the show, here on the line. He is uh, making time today to let us know what his cartoon all-stars would be, what his tune intervention team lineup is. Mimo, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be back and... Um... Yeah, it kind of feels like writing out a will in a way. Like, <laughs> if, if ain't like break glass in case I of addiction. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. If, if I really, if I'm down on my luck and no one else can get through to me, Calls these, these are the people that I want. I love it if you left this document behind, like as a very serious video will. <laughs> and then they're like, seriously, he wants us to get fictional characters to yeah. do this? Well, man, give me, give me an idea of what your list is. Okay, so. I have a long list of honorable mentions. Okay. Because I felt bad leaving a lot of people sure. out. But acceptable. Um, when I was thinking about it, it was kind of a loose criteria, one of which being like, who are the real problem solvers? Who are people that can just get things done? Sure. And who I also trust and I think <laughs> would have influence over me. <laughs> and the first two that came to mind, I couldn't just choose one. So I, I choose the Mario Brothers, Mario and Luigi. Oh, wow. The plumbers yeah. from New York, yeah, right, right. They've they've got a pretty solid skill set. Absolutely. They're also, I mean, I just I don't know why. Honestly, I didn't even go back and watch any old episodes, but <laughs> I was just like, yeah, they're pretty solid. Yeah, I think you should trust your instinct on this sort of thing. They would be very down to earth about the whole thing too. Like, oh, why yeah. you be so on the drugs, huh? or something like that, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> so my my next one was 
I felt like a very good sidekick, someone that could be on your side and also kind of talk you off a cliff every now and then um, would be Pikachu. Another Nintendo entry. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. You know, he he does a good job with Ash Ketchum, and I feel like if I saw him and heard his little voice, then yeah. that would be something that could wake me up, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's very he's very innocent and very very expressive too. Now, would you be able to understand like Ash does what he has to say when he just says <laughs> Pikachu? Or do you think just knowing that he's saying Pikachu and that he cares is enough? I think based on Cartoon All-Stars The Rescue, I would just, anything like those type of typical boundaries and barriers just kind of fall off the wayside. Right, right. I assume I would suddenly be able to speak his language and understand everything. (laughs) It seems to be more about empathy than anything else with Pikachu. Well, I mean, animal, like I'm an animal person and Pikachu is basically an animal at the end of the day. So you right. have a, a, <laughs> right. a sweet animal up to me. I'm going to care what it has to say. And then I felt like I needed someone who could really talk straight with me, like someone who would be able to talk some sense into me. If, if Mario and Luigi were kind of being a little too buddy-buddy and Pikachu was being too lenient, mm-hmm. kind of enabling. So um, I, I, the next person I would pick would be Angelica off Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely tough love. <laughs> yeah. She's a straight shooter. Yeah, she tells you exactly what she thinks and how she feels. She would and probably have also, a list ready. That was like one of my main, I mean, as a child, I loved the Rugrats. That was like Sunday morning before church. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could sneak an episode in, I definitely would. Reptar, so, man. So the, exactly. Yeah. I know, and that was, it was hard. I wanted to pick Tommy Pickle, but I felt like, I mean, Tommy's got some grit. But uh, he's no Angelica, that's for sure. And he's a baby. You know, that doesn't help. He doesn't have as much life experience as Angelica. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Um, So then with my last three, I kind of took, I thought about what if since in in Cartoon All-Stars, since they kind of did a um, Christmas story type of approach with the past, present, and future, Mm -hmm. I kind of took that approach for the last three. So my my tune of, of... Days past, Tooncast, <laughs> would be uh, Splinter. Excellent. He was on my list as well. Really? Excellent choice, yes. He's so wise. He is. He has the spiritual side covered, man. And I felt like who better to look into my past with me and teach me lessons than Splinter? I think I had said on the list that he's very used to dealing with immaturity, so he can have the <laughs> yeah, patience. Yeah. He always seemed to have like a quiet impatience, though. He always seemed annoyed yeah. for such a, a balanced guy, you know? That's true. <laughs> Just slightly annoyed. Yeah. But I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, Paime, Paime was very impatient. And then, so the ghost of, of Tune present, mm-hmm. I felt like I to try to pick a tune from my present... Um, who could also kind of break down what's happening in my brain like they did. I I chose Morty from Rick and Morty. Excellent. (laughs) Because he's also also a straight shooter, but could also maybe break down some of the chemical processes and help me understand what's going on. Is it Morty or Rick? Rick. Rick Rick, Rick's... Rick's the doctor, the professor. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. It is Rick. Because Morty would be pretty funny because he'd be really scared by everything that's happening. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah. look at this dragon over here, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, Rick. I've, yeah, Rick. Yeah, then, he would definitely break it. I mean, and also you would get a view of addiction hanging out with him. Right. Yeah. And I just think his voice is hilarious. Absolutely. And, at the end of the day. Agreed. That guy's so funny. So, and then the the... 
my tune of the future. So obviously this isn't a future cartoon that I will watch, but I was trying to think in terms of like the grotesque and who would be good to show me something like that. And I felt like who other than Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Oh man. <laughs> to look into my future. Cause Ren and yeah. Stimpy was always that gritty, like really gross, those close ups that they would exactly. do. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, um, I mean, the one image that's been forever burned in my brain since I was a child was when the episode when Ren, all of his teeth fall out for some reason, and then the nerves yes. are just dangling oh, in his God, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they really made me feel icky sometimes in the best way. <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, I if, if I'm thinking of Ren being the, the future... I just kind of imagined the horseman at some point, like just showing up randomly cameo and yeah. saying, no, sir, I don't, I don't like, like it. it. <laughs> All right. Well, what are you, so those are your last three, but you had a bunch of, um, you said honorable mentions. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I feel like there's really too many. Honestly, that was one, um, aspect of cartoon all-stars that really connected with me. Like I felt like they, they picked, a lot of the tunes that, like, every time I saw a tune pop up, a cameo, I got really excited. So yeah. I would include them. I mean, honorable mentions, I started with Gambit, and then I was like, well, maybe Nightcrawler, maybe Beast, maybe Wolverine, maybe. <laughs> so it's like, really, any X-Man. Yeah, yeah. From the cartoons. Of course. From the movies, I don't know that I would listen to uh, Cyclops. No, they didn't really do him any favors in the movies. <laughs> no. Cartoon did um, it better, but still. Well, and then Rogue, I mean, I would do anything that she wanted me to do. She doesn't even have to absorb a power of mind control right. to do that. Yeah. Right. I'm there I'm there um, with you, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. Yep. Batman. Oh, yeah. Just because he would be kind of like, that'd be like my Scuba Steve, like, Batman? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do anything. <laughs> And then Animaniacs and Doug Funny. Doug Funny was my other one. Doug's a really good Nicktoon to draw on for some moral support, I think. Right. He, he's very understanding and very non-judgmental and very positive <laughs> yeah. and supportive, you know? <laughs> or if he was yeah. judgmental, he would learn a lesson about it very quickly. Right, yeah. right. I can imagine Batman, depending on your version, it being like the Dark Knight scene where Batman has the Joker in the jail or in the the interrogation room. Oh <laughs> He's my just God. throwing you around. <laughs> Probably not exactly what you're looking for, but just, just know like that. Rough me up a little bit. Yeah, that's in his tool bag if he needs it. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what he could do to you. But I know he'll never go too far. No, no, no. He'll never kill you. So you know you're fine. You can laugh about right. it. Like, <laughs> the pain's temporary. Well, excellent, man. That is a very excellent list. Most excellent and bodacious and radical mm -hmm. as well. Zang. Yeah, <laughs> totally zang. Man, thank you for taking the time to make the list and pour your heart out like this. And we are really looking forward to having you back in the DPTC studio near the end of March for a very special March Marvel Madness episode. Yeah, You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're going to leave that to be talked about at another time. All right. Tutor my duder. <laughs> Tutor my duder indeed. Will, Travis, back to you. <laughs> thanks, Will. Yeah, man, uh, thanks. Excellent work out there. Oh, bravo. Your man in the field, Will, with our man, also in the field, Mima Moriali, mm -mm -mm. with his seven cartoon all-stars. Shout out. Well, we've, we've done it. We've, we've accomplished what we've came out to say. Yes, yes. <laughs> we accomplished it greatly. We accomplished it. That's how you say you ate a meal. If you ate the whole meal, you accomplished wow. your goal. Wow. 
Hashtag showing... accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> starting it, starting it, adding it to the lexicon ha- here. Hashtag the name of this episode, yeah, probably. Accomplished. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. Be sure to come back next time when we start March Marvel Madness. Oh, boy. With a great episode from a great man, yep. a Spider-Man. And his amazing friends. Yes, we'll be watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends to kick off March Marvel Madness. Until then, you can always, in fact, even before and after, and even when you're listening to that episode, you can contact us, and we we ask that you do. That is one of the things that we ask in this podcast. That's all we ask of you, <laughs> yeah. really, is just to contact us. Yeah, the, funny, contact the funniest us. one you said was, uh, send me an equation. I, I don't mean, care. frankly, yeah, at this point, you <laughs> can... mail, I don't... I mean, not too Haiti, but... Smoke signals, Haiti. you can just write one letter, your favorite letter <laughs> in the alphabet. Text us. I don't know. If you have a number, text us. <laughs> um, reach us at, at dptooncast on Twitter dptooncast at gmail.com if you would like to email us. And you can find our Facebook page, which apparently is yet again under review from what? Facebook. I, haven't, I wasn't even on it for like two weeks. And then it says, like, I have to send them a picture of me every time this happens. I think somebody there just wants to see pictures of me. Wow. It's ridiculous. I wonder but what the deal is. I wonder if it's not getting enough views or what the deal is. <laughs> you get in trouble for that. So, guys, if it is that we're getting in trouble for not having enough people visiting our page. Put some use on that bad yeah, boy. It's, when it's working, it's facebook.com forward slash DP Tunecast. Travis, now it's your time to shine. My time to shine means that I'm going to introduce my little show I do on the side called Nature of the Beast. I do it with Brandon and Catherine. It's true crime with a twist. And it's everywhere the podcasts are found. Go get it. It's a good time. It's fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's like a like a translation of a Japanese sentence at the end. It's, it's good time, go get. Yes. All right, guys. That's it for our little mini-sode here. Uh, you can expect more of these in the future. Hope you guys enjoyed. And, you know, when you write us, you could let us know which characters you would put on your cartoon all-stars. Yes, your yes. drug cast, toon cast. <laughs> drug cast, toon cast. <laughs> Days cast, toon past. Oh, man. All right, guys. I'm silly. Uh, this is Will signing off and saying... Tutor, my tutor. William? Yes. Um, tutor, my tutor. Mama Cita. Hey, hey Mama Cita. Cita.